Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. 21 and what a show we've got for you this afternoon it's inside indiana sports now with kent sterling friday december 31st 2021 we're brought to you by the great people of today's dentistry dr mike o'neill the best dentist in the world call him you need an advocate for improved dental health and dr mike o'neill's the guy 317-849-2933 is the number hit subscribe Punch like, ring the bell, let's go, let's talk about the Colts. The Colts injury report just released over the last couple of minutes. First, Alabama, Cincinnati, 7-3 Alabama. Alabama driving, they've got a fourth and goal that they're either going to kick a field goal or they're going to go for the touchdown, one or the other. They're inside the five after a quarterback run. We'll see what happens. Bama, 13-and-a-half point favorite. They look really good. I think they're going to cruise past that 13-and-a-half. Maybe what's going to happen in the next couple of minutes will determine that. Pacers down by four at the half to the Bulls at Cambridge Fieldhouse. All right, let's get to the Colts. The injury report. Andrew Sandejo is not going to play Sunday. He has been ruled out with a concussion. All right, you miss a backup safety. That's okay. COVID uh, stuff. Luke Rhodes goes on the COVID list. Long snapper. So they've signed a new long snapper. We'll tell you about him in just a moment. Uh, Mark Lewinsky, new to the injury report. He came off the COVID list. He uh, was limited today with an illness, and he's questionable uh, for this coming Sunday's game against the Raiders. Then you've got Jack Doyle, who is full today. He is questionable. We thought that Doyle was further along than Eric Fisher. Eric Fisher stretched today. He was not a full participant in practice. He is going to be questionable headed into Sunday, probably toward a game-time decision for Eric Fisher. Carson Wentz, according to Frank Reich, has gotten better and better and better. A little bit rough the early part of the week with the COVID. Feeling better today again. He had a good week of preparation via virtual meetings. According to Frank Reich, Sam Ellinger had a really good week in practice, his first as a starter, running it with the ones 
for the Colts. Uh, everything else is kind of the way it is supposed to be. So Fisher, Glowinski, Doyle, all questionable. Rhodes out with COVID. Sandejo out with a concussion. For the Raiders, Jonathan Hankins is questionable. He was limited today. Darren Waller, he's on the COVID list. Darren Waller missing this game. He was supposed to come back from injury this week, perhaps. Waller is a beast. A security blanket for the Raiders and for Derek Carr. You know what? This is a guy who really would be a nightmare matchup for the Colts. We saw what Ertz did in the early part of the game against the Cardinals. Waller, that kind of guy. Last year, 107 catches, 1,196 yards, nine touchdowns out of the tight end position. That's the kind of guy who really does damage against the Colts. It is great for the Colts that Waller is going to miss this game. We don't wish illness on anyone. However, in this case, you know what? From a football perspective, whatever the reason that Waller isn't going to be on the field, it's a good one when you're an Indianapolis Colts fan. Um, we're going to talk to Ivan O'Idle in just a minute about who he's picking in this game on Sunday. An absolutely crucial game for the Colts, absolutely crucial for the Raiders as well. Colts need this one. You get this win, you clinch a playoff berth. You lose this one, a lot of bad things can happen, even if you win the game next Sunday against Jacksonville. Win that game, you would think they're going to be in at 10-7. and 7. Not necessarily. Need the Ravens to lose some other stuff. It's likely that with a win next weekend, they would be in the playoffs, but it's not a lock. Win this one and have the Dolphins beat the Titans, know what? All of a sudden, the AFC South would be in play as the Colts go to Jacksonville next weekend. Of course, that's if the Colts beat the Raiders, and Tennessee goes to Houston. Houston's been playing better. Houston beat the Chargers last weekend. Anything can happen. You come down to Week 18, anything can happen. All right, uh, I want to talk about Reggie Wayne for a minute because Reggie Wayne is a finalist for the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And rightly so. Reggie Wayne, a hell of a football player and and a really good dude. Reggie Wayne, I, I don't know whether his statistics were hamstrung because he played with Marvin Harrison or ultimately it was a good thing that he played with Marvin Harrison because he learned the traits of a professional football player from Marvin Harrison and and benefited because of that and benefited because nobody's going to double Reggie if you got Marvin on the other side. Right, and if you've got Dallas Clark, and if you've got Brandon Stokely, if you've got all those weapons, there's no way you're going to double guys. So maybe Reggie was open a little bit more than he would have been if he was a standalone wideout like he was a little bit later in his career. He averaged, over a 14-year career, averaged more than 1,000 yards receiving per game. He led the NFL one time in one category, and that was yards in 2007. He was an all-pro first-teamer once in his career. He went to six Pro Bowls. He uh, improved his passing yards number every single year, beginning with his rookie year through year seven of his career when he led the NFL in uh, receiving yards. He is number 10 on the all-time receiving yards list, right between Andre Johnson and Marvin Harrison. He didn't quite get to Marv. He, he was within 300 yards of Marv, just couldn't get the thing done. 
Here's the thing that I love about Reggie Wayne is that when I would go to training camp and, and kind of meander around and watch things and try to figure out what was going on up there as a member of the media, Reggie Wayne, at the end of practice, every practice, every one, he would take balls off the jugs machine. And here's how he would do it. He'd take like 10 balls here and catch them one-handed, left-handed. Then he would take 10 balls here, right-handed. Boop, 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 all one-handed. Then he would take 10 down here and catch them one-handed like that. And then he would take another 10 with his left hand here like that. And as he was, this was after practice. And as he was doing it, the young guys, the rookies, they would walk by and they'd look at him like, what is this old head doing? What is he, doesn't he know practice is over yet? And Reggie's still working and Reggie's still grinding. And this was 2013 and then 2014. That's what made Reggie Wayne great. He never took it for granted. He always tried to improve. He always did improve. Even when his wheels went away from him, he could still go out, run a great route, and catch a damn football. That is what made Reggie Wayne one of the greatest ever to play the game and why eventually he's going to wear a gold jacket. This isn't going to be for Mike Chappell, who's a member of the media group that, uh, that votes on guys. They present and then they vote. And Mike Chappell, over the last few years, has been busy. Presented for Edgerrin James, last year presenting for, uh, for Peyton Manning. Not so tough to present for Peyton Manning. Kind of like you, you got your folder or your little dossier of information. You throw it up in the air and you say, Peyton Manning, thank you. And you sit down and 100% of the guys in the media vote him in. That's what happens with Peyton Manning. All right, let's talk to Ivan O'Idol. We haven't seen Ivan in a while. Ivan is the soothsayer of soothsayers. Ivan, if you had listened to Ivan through the college football and pro football season, when the weather was good, we'd come out. When it, when it gets rainy, he turns salty. Hey, no fun to talk to, and, and frankly, his brain gets wet. The wood gets soaked, and soaked wood cannot process information at a high level. So it's got to be dry for Ivan O'Ivan. We haven't seen him in a little while. He is going to pick the Colts and the Raiders for us. That game, of course, Sunday at, uh, at 1 o'clock and is on Fox 59. All right, Ivan, how are we doing? It's been a while since we've caught up. I hope you haven't missed us. Yeah, I miss you like I miss a hole in the head. You know, and speaking of holes in the head, that damn woodpecker, why don't you put one of those herons out here to scare away the woodpeckers, for God's sake? It's all I can do to think about this Colts Raiders game without thinking about the damn woodpeckers, all right? All right, let's talk about the Colts and the Raiders. Colts right now, they're minus seven. Earlier in the week, they were minus one and a half. Prior to that, they were minus seven and a half. And I heard you from out here trying to tell people to act on the seven and a half and then buy the one and a half when Wentz went on the COVID list. And then you got the swing. And with the swing, you got a chance to make money, lots and lots of money without any exposure whatsoever. At any rate, let's compare the two quarterbacks, Derek Carr and Carson Wentz. It's a heck of a good idea. A good place to start, Ivan, is with the quarterbacks. The most 
important position on the field. Let's talk about the quarterbacks and what in the world is going to happen with them. Although, you know, Jonathan Taylor, very, very important to this Colts offense. Hey, why don't you let me do my job and you just clear the hell out? What do you think of that? I'll get to Jonathan Taylor on my own damn time, all right? All right. Uh, Derek Carr, Carson Wentz. You know what? I'll take the 44-38 and 38 Carson Wentz. That's his record over his career as a starter. Over the 55-70 and 70 Derek Carr every single time. This Carr, he's a lemon. Mark Davis and his goofy haircut. You know what? He drove it off the lot. So Derek Carr is his. He owns him. No warranty on Derek Carr. The Colts, they are going to take care of business against Derek Carr as they did last year in Las Vegas, beating the Raiders 44-27. Did you know that the Raiders have scored 17 or fewer points in seven of their last eight games? Now the Colts, they have scored at least 22 points in each of their last 12 games. Who the hell do you think I'm gonna pick to win this game? Carson Wentz with a QBR of 59.8 or the Raiders with Derek Carr's puny QBR of 54.3. Carr, 20 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. Wentz, 25 touchdowns, 6 interceptions. Now all this presupposes that Carson Wentz is going to play in this game. If he's not, you know what? I think Sam Ellinger gets it done. I think the defense at full strength is going to cause major headaches for Derek Carr. I think his wheels are going to come off, and Derek Carr is going to run off the side of the road into a ditch, and then a rock's going to fall on his head. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, you mentioned 1,626 yards this season rushing. Josh Jacobs, about one grand underneath Jonathan Taylor. Pittman, 971 yards, and then... Uh, Hunter Renfro, 926. No weaponry for the Raiders. And Derek Carr's a quarterback. There is no chance without Darren Waller, uh, Darren Waller, that, who's on the COVID list, that the Raiders are going to win this game. There is no way they are going to cover. Give me the Colts. If you were smart enough to get the Colts minus one and a half, run to the bank now and cash your check. Your, no no bank in the world is going to deny you the cash that you stand to win if the Colts cover the one and a half, which they will, and they're going to cover the seven. This is not going to be a repeat of the Patriots game. Patriots are a better team than the Raiders, as are the Cardinals. Colts, big against the Raiders, 38-17. Colts win. Ivan has spoken. There you go. Thank you, Ivan. Very nicely done. Yeah. Hard to argue with Ivan. Derek Carr, the lemon. Mark Davis drove him off the lot. He gets to keep him, according to Ivan. And uh, Carson Wentz, if he plays, and according to Frank Reich, good week uh, of preparation without being able to practice. He's feeling better and better and better. That's one of the criteria for coming back is an improvement of your symptoms. If he is fever-free for 24 hours prior to the game, it looks very good for Carson Wentz. But even without Carson Wentz, Sam Ellinger, I, I think he's going to be competent enough to get the win this weekend. And then all things are possible. We'll see what happens. 
Uh, but Colts, I love where they're at. And and you know what? If you watch Hard Knocks, if you're a Raiders fan, right, you've been through Hard Knocks, and you watched Hard Knocks, and you watched your guy, right? You watched your guy freeze his feet and try to figure out how to get back on the football player football field. You watched John Gruden act like a complete idiot throughout that uh, that series, that season of Hard Knocks. And you're watching a Colts team absolutely come together for a coach who is the perfect leader for the perfect roster at the perfect time. Going to be a fantastic weekend. Cannot wait. Bama, let's check the score of the Bama game. As long as we are uh, doing this, what it is, put up score, 10-7. So I'm guessing that Saban went for it on fourth down, didn't get the fourth, or didn't get the touchdown, and so it's still 10 to 3 with 9:58 left to go in the second quarter. Third and 4 for uh for Cincinnati. Cincinnati of course a team that Indiana had beat right until McFadden got thrown out of the game which was a completely unjust officiating decision. No way Cincinnati is in this game if that call isn't made against the Hoosiers. We have a great weekend. I think tomorrow we might do a best of 2021, the top 10 stories of 2021. And then, of course, on Sunday, when that game finishes, when the Colts beat the Raiders, we'll have a live report. And then immediately following the Indiana-Penn State game, we'll do it all over again. I can't wait to talk to you then. Have a great and safe New Year's.